0: that's Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome to Blog Talk Radio in high fidelity. Good afternoon, everyone. My name's Evangelist Lacey K. Green. Just how are you today? God bless you, one and all. Let me tell you about my Jesus. He can be your Jesus, too. If he's not, why not? I hope and I pray that before you and I are finished today, that he is your Jesus. You remember Saul? We talked about him last time. He persecuted the Christians, and he thought he was doing the right thing. You see, he was a Pharisee of Pharisees, and he thought that the way, the right way, was the wrong way. You see, we get caught up in that sometimes, don't we? Yes, sir, and Saul, he went about persecuting Christians. He even took part in the stoning of Jesus, I mean of Stephen, excuse me, yep, in the stoning of Stephen. Well, we're going to talk about Acts chapter eight today, and and we're going to proceed. We're going to talk about Saul and Jesus calling him, you see, Jesus calls those that seem the most unlikely, and that's you and me, see, he chooses us, we don't choose him, so you don't get on your high horse and think, oh, look at me, I'm so good, because we're not. He chooses the most unlikely. So don't get all up in yourself. How good you are. Shall we pray? Lord God, of heaven and earth as heaven is your throne and earth is your footstool. Look down on us, Lord, and hear our cries and our pleas. Father God, you see us in our need. You see us where we're at. You know us. You know us on our deep down in our secret place. You know who we really, really are. Indeed. You see us through our pride and our pedigrees, Lord, and you know who we really are. Touch us, Lord, from the top of our head to the soles of our feet. Minister to us, Lord. Convict us where we need convicting. And we need convicting, Lord. I do. I was thinking today, Lord, as you were touching me and preparing me and for the ministry you've called me to, Lord, boy, I know who I am. I stumble and I fall. You put in my heart today, Lord, about Pride. Thinking about pride, pride goeth before fall, as you say. We gotta be careful, don't we, Lord, about our pride lest we fall in a ditch and we can't get out. Deep down in a ditch and we can't get out, Lord. And you sent a donkey a donkey bends down and speaks to us and laughs at us and says, You know what? You're down in that ditch. Can't you hear a donkey? Speaking of donkey, you've used donkeys in the past, Lord, to speak. And that donkey looked down. I saw it in this vision you gave me, Lord, as you were speaking to me. That the donkey looks down in the ditch and says, Bray, your pride got you down there. Now let your pride get you out. I saw that in the vision as you were speaking to me, Lord. Now, Your pride got you down there. Now let's let the pride get you out. See, that happens to us all the time. We have to repent. We have to search ourselves, Lord, daily and repent. You see, I saw Jesus' hand reaching down. And I can see people's hands reaching up toward heaven. Until you repent and raise your hand toward heaven, you'll stay in that ditch. And that donkey will still be looking down at you and me, braying and braying and laughing and saying, your pride got you down there. Let's see your pride get you out. Glory, 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 Lord. Yes. Father, I thank you for that vision today. I thank you for every vision you show me, every word of knowledge, Father God, you give me. I thank you for it. Father God, every guest that comes and hears the word, Thank you. Thank you. Your word never, no, never returns void. Father God, thank you for that promise. It's a yes and an amen. Glory. Glory, glory. It's a yes and an amen. You called me to be an evangelist, to be instant in season, out of season, convince, exhort, rebuke with all long suffering, to do the work of an evangelist. Help me, Lord. Help me, Lord. Help me to be faithful and to be true to my calling. I can't do it, but you can. I can't, but you can. Hallelujah. Father God, I ask you to touch these listeners from the top of their head to the soles of their feet. Heal what needs healing. Bless what needs blessing and take their families, Lord. Touch them. Touch them, Lord, touch them. Oh, I praise you, Lord. I praise you, Lord. Thank you, Father God, that you saw Saul and with your mighty wisdom turned him into the Apostle Paul. Where would we be today without Saul and Paul? Glory, glory, glory. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Hallelujah. Glory to the Lamb. Holy Spirit, rain down on us today and forever and forever amen and amen amen Saul, philip and the ethiopian great is our god y'all come see the lord what the lord has for you peter said your money perish with you because you thought the gift of god could be purchased with money this is a common problem today as back then See it all the time. Acts, tw- Acts eight twenty. Well, we will be returning to the book of Acts today. Praise God! Praise God! Exciting! Exciting! Look! 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 God has something to tell you. Read the word. Yes, indeed, read the word. Pray for the peace of Jerusalem, folks. You better pray for the peace of Jerusalem. Time is getting short. Pray for the children of the world, old folks, governments, all nations, prisoners all over the world in every kind of prison, men, women, children, prisoners for the faith of Jesus Christ. I saw on TV yesterday or this morning, I can't remember, it all runs together. In a Muslim country somewhere, a beautiful young woman is being held for her faith in Jesus Christ because she refuses to, to denounce Jesus and give her and and say she's a muslim lord hold that young lady in your arms and love her and protect her keep her strong in you jesus keep her strong in you and every persecuted christian all over this world whether they're in prison or on the job or in their families, everyone that is being persecuted for Jesus' sake. Indeed. Acts chapter 8. Remember, Saul persecuted, helped persecute Stephen. Remember, they called the. Christians, the way in the beginning. I think it should still be, and we ought to get rid of all these stupid denominational names myself. Now, Saul was consenting to his death, talking about Stephen. At that time, a great persecution arose against the church, which was at Jerusalem, and they were all scattered throughout the regions of Judea and Samaria, Samaria, except the apostles. Hmm. And devout men carried Stephen to his burial and made great lamination over him. They wept and they mourned. And they carried on about the loss of their dear brother. My goodness. My goodness. So would we, wouldn't we? Indeed. As for Saul, he made havoc of the church. Entering every house and dragging off men and women, committing them to prison. Now, remember, that's Saul Paul. We'll hear more about this. Therefore, those who were scattered went everywhere preaching the word. Those that were scattered went everywhere preaching the word. Remember, it made the word strong, it made it strong. When Philip went down to the city of Samaria and preached Christ to everyone, and the multitude with one accord headed, heeded the things spoken by Philip, hearing and seeing miracles which he did. For unclean spirits, crying with a loud voice, came out of many who were possessed, and many who were paralyzed and lame were healed. And there was a great joy in the city. And there was a certain man called Simon, who previously practiced sorcery in the city and astonished the people of Samaria, claiming that he was someone great. To whom they all have heeded from the least to the greatest, saying, this man is, has the great power of God. And they heeded him because he had astonished them with his sorceries for a long time. He was a warlock, wasn't he? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Big-time warlock. Yep. To whom they had heeded, for the greatest to the elitist, saying, This man had great powers. Boy, they thought he was the greatest. But when they believed Philip... As he preached the things concerning the kingdom of God in the name of Jesus Christ, both men and women were baptized. They were baptized, folks. They didn't put it off straight away. Then Simon himself also believed, and when he was baptized, he continued with Philip and was amazed, seeing the miracles and signs which were done. Now, when the apostles who were at Jerusalem heard that Samaria had received the word of God, they sent Peter and John to them, who, when they had come down, prayed for them that they might receive the Holy Spirit. For as yet yet he had fallen upon none of them, he had not fallen on them yet, you get that? they had only been baptized in the name of the lord jesus then they laid hands on them and they received the holy spirit now when simon saw that through the laying on of the apostles hands the holy spirit was given they offered them money saying give me this power also that anyone on whom i lay hands may receive the holy spirit But Peter said to him, your money perish with you because you thought that the gift of God could be purchased with money. Folks, people are still trying to buy their salvation. You better believe they are all the time trying to buy their salvation. You have neither part nor portion in this matter, for your heart is not right in the sight of God. You can't buy God, folks. You can't out-tithe Him. You can't out-gift Him. People still think today that they can buy their way into heaven. You're not going to do it forget it repent therefore if this your wickedness of this your wickedness and pray God if perhaps the thought of your heart may be forgiven you your works aren't going to get you to heaven your money's not going to get you to heaven watch out now, for if for for I see that you are poisoned by bitterness and bound by iniquity Then Simon answered and said, Pray to the Lord for me that none of these things which you have spoken may come upon me. So when they had testified and preached the word of the Lord, they returned to Jerusalem, preaching the gospel in many villages of the Samaritans. Now an angel of the Lord spoke to Philip, saying, Arise and go toward the south along the road which comes down from Jerusalem to Gaza. This is desert. So he arose and went, and behold a man of Ethiopia, a eunuch of great authority under Candace, the queen of the Egyptians of the Ethiopians, who had charged all who had charge of all her treasury, and had come to Jerusalem to worship, was returning, and sitting in his chariot he was reading Isaiah the prophet. Then the spirit said to Philip. Go near and overtake his chariot. So Philip ran to him and heard him reading the prophet Isaiah and said, Do you understand what you're reading? And he said, How can I unless someone guides me? And he asked Philip to come up and sit with him. The place in the scripture which he read was this. He was led as a sheep to the slaughter, and like a lamb silent before its shears, so he opened not his mouth in his humiliation his justice was taken away and who will declare his generation for his life was taken from the earth so the eunuch answered Philip and said I ask you of whom does this does the Prophet say this of himself or some other man and Philip opened his mouth And being at this scripture, preached Jesus to him. Now, as they went down the road, they came to some water, and the eunuch said, See, here is water. What hinders me from being baptized? Then Philip said, If you believe with all your heart, you may. And he answered and said, I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. So he commanded the chariot to stand still and both philip and the eunuch went down into the water and he baptized him have you folks been baptized if there's someone listening to me that has not been baptized this is a prime example of why you need to be baptized right here so he commanded the chariot to stand still and both Philip and the eunuch went down into the water, and he baptized him. And now when he came up out of the water, the spirit of the Lord caught Philip away, so that the eunuch saw him no more. And he went on his way rejoicing. And Philip was found at Ezotos, Ezotos, passing through. And he preached all this and he preached in all the cities until he came to Caesarea. Chapter nine Acts chapter nine. Now then Saul still still breathing threats and murder against the disciples of the Lord, went to the high priest and asked letters from him to the synagogues of Damascus, so that if he be found any So that if he found any who were of the way, whether men or women, he might bring them bound to Jerusalem. And as he journeyed, he came near Damascus, and suddenly a light shone around him from heaven. Then he fell to the ground and heard a voice saying to him, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? And he said, Who are you, Lord? And the Lord said, I am Jesus, whom you are persecuting. It is hard for you who kick against the gourds. So he trembling and astonished and said, Lord, what do you want me to do? And the Lord said to him, Arise and go into the city, and you will be told what you must do. And the men who journeyed with him stood speechless, hearing the voice but not seeing but seeing no one. And then Saul arose from the ground, and when his eyes were opened, he saw no one. But they led him by the hand and brought him to, into Damascus. And he was there three days without sight, and neither ate nor drank. Now there was a certain disciple at Damascus named Ananias, and he told the Lord, and, he told, and, and to him the Lord said to him in a vision, Ananias, and he said, Here I am, Lord. And so the Lord said to him, Arise and go to a street called Straight, and inquire at the house of Judas for one called Saul of Tarsus. For behold, he is praying. And in a vision, he has seen a man named Ananias coming in and putting his hand on him so that he might receive his sight. And Ananias answered, Lord, I have heard from many about this man, how much harm he has done to your saints in Jerusalem. And here he has authority from the chief priests to Blind all who call on your name. Bind all who call on your name. But the Lord said to him, Go, for he is a chosen vessel of mine to bear my name before Gentiles, kings, and the children of Israel. For I will show him how many things he must suffer for my name's sake. Are you reading that with me? The Lord told him, for I will show him how many things he must suffer for my name's sake. That is very important when you know the ministry of Paul in the years to come. Let's read it again. For I will show him how many things he must suffer for my name's sake. Wow! Wow, folks! Wow! And Ananias went his way and entered the house and laying his hand on him, hands on him, he said, "Brother Saul, the Lord Jesus, who who appeared to you on the road has, as you came, has sent me that you may receive your sight and be filled with the Holy Spirit." And immediately there fell from his eyes something like scales, and he received his sight at once, and he arose and was baptized. Immediately he arose and was baptized. And when he had received food, he was strengthened. Then Paul spent some days with the disciples at Damascus. Immediately he preached. He preached the Christ in the synagogues, that he is the Son of God. Then all who heard were amazed and said, Is this not he who destroyed those who called on this name in Jerusalem and has come here for that purpose so that he might bring them bound to the chief priests? But Saul increased all the more in strength, and confounded the Jews who dwelled in Damascus, proving that this Jesus is the Christ. Now, after many days were passed, the Jews plotted to kill him. That's not a surprise, is it? Then the disciples took him by night and led him down through the wall in a large basket. And when Saul had come to Jerusalem, they tried to join the disciples but they were all afraid of him. He tried to join them, but they were afraid of him. I would imagine they were. And did not believe that he was an apostle. But Barnabas took him and brought him to the apostles. And he declared to, to them how he had seen the Lord on the road and that he had spoken to him and how he had preached boldly at Damascus in the name of Jesus. So he was with them at Jerusalem, coming in and going out, and he spoke boldly in the name of the Lord Jesus and disputed against the Hellenist and they attempted to kill him. Well, that doesn't surprise me either. And when the brethren found out, they brought him down to Caesarea and sent him out to Tarsus. When the churches throughout all Judea, Galilee, and Samaria had peace and were edified and and walking in the fear of the Lord and in the comfort of the Holy Spirit, they were multiplied. Now it came to pass as Peter went throughout all the parts of the country that he also came down to the saints who dwelled in Lydia. There they found a certain man named Ananias. I guess it's how you say it, who had been bedridden for eight years and was paralyzed. And Peter said to him, Anias, Jesus the Christ heals you. Arise and make, and, and make your bed, and then he arose immediately. All who dwelled in Lydia and Sharon saw him and turned to the Lord. At Joppa, there was a certain disciple named Tabitha, which is translated Dorcas. This woman was full of good works and charitable deeds, which she did. But it happened in those days that she became sick and died. When they had washed her, they laid her in the upper room. Since Lydia was near Joppa, and the disciples had heard that Peter was from there, they went. To, they sent two men to them, imploring him not to delay in coming to them. Then Peter arose and went with them. Went with them. When they had come, they brought him to the upper room and all the widows stood by him weeping showing their tunics garments which Dorcas had made while she was with him but peter put them all out and knelt down and prayed turning to the body he said tabitha arise and she opened her eyes and when she saw peter she sat up then he gave her his hand and lifted her up and when she Had called, and when he had called the saints and widows, he presented her alive. And it and it became known throughout all Joppa, and many believed on the Lord. So it was that he stayed many days in Joppa with Simon the Tanner. There was a certain man in Caesarea called Cornelius, a centurion of what was called the Italian regime. Regiment and a devout man and one who feared God with all his household who gave alms generously to the people and prayed to God always About the ninth hour of the day he saw clearly in a vision an angel of God coming and saying to him Cornelius and when he observed him he was afraid and said what is it Lord And, and What is it Lord so he said? To him your prayers and alms have come up for memorial to God now send men to Joppa and send for Simon whose surname is Peter he is lodging with Simon a tanner whose house is by the sea he will tell you what you must do and when the angel spoke to him he departed Cornelius called two of his household servants and a devout soldier from among those who waited on him continually. So when he had explained all these things to them, he sent them to Joppa. The next day, as they went on their what, their journey, he drew near the city. Peter went up to the housetop to pray about the sixth hour, or around noon. When he had become very hungry and wanted to eat, but while they had made ready, he fell into a trance. Mm-hmm. And he saw heaven open and an object like a sheet bound at the four corners, descending to him and let down to the earth. In it were all kinds of four-footed animals of the earth, wild beasts, creeping things, and birds of the air. And a voice came to him, Arise, Peter, kill and eat. And Peter said, Not so, Lord, for I have never eaten anything common or unclean. And a voice spoke to him again, second time. What God has cleansed you must not call common. Got that? Let's read it again. And a voice spoke to him again and second time. What God has cleansed you must not call common. Or he declared clean. This was done three times. And the object was taken up into heaven. Remember if the Lord speaks to you three times, three times is very important, three times. Hey okay? if you hear something three times, you pretty much know the Lord's spoken to you. Declare it. Now while Peter wondered within himself what this vision which he had seen meant, behold, three men. Behold the man which he had seen meant. Behold the man which he Start over, lazy. Behold, the men who had been sent from Cornelius had made journey to Simon's house and stood before the gate. And they called and asked whether Simon, whose surname was Peter, was lodging there. While Peter thought about the vision, the spirit said to him, Behold, three men are seeking you. Here's the three again. Arise, therefore, go down and go with them, doubting nothing, for I have sent them. Then Peter went down to the men who had been sent to him from from Cornelius and said, "Yes, I am he who you seek. For what reason have you come?" And they said, "Cornelius, the centurion, a just man, one who fears God." and has had a good reputation among all the nation other jews has divinely instructed was divinely instructed by a holy angel to summon you to his house and to hear the words hear words from you then peter invited them in and lodged them on the the next day peter went away with them and some brethren from joppa accompanied them and the following day they entered Caesarea now Cornelius was waiting for them and and had called together his relatives and close friends as Peter was coming in Cornelius met him and fell down at his feet and worshiped him but Peter Phil lifted him up saying stand up I myself am also a man and as he talked with him, he he went in and found many who had come together. Then he said to them, You know how unlawful it is for a Jewish man to keep company with one or two of another nation? But God has shown me that I should not call any man common or unclean. Therefore I came without objection as soon as I was sent for." I asked then, for what reason have you sent me? And Cornelius said, Four days ago I was fasting until this hour, and at the ninth hour I prayed in my house, and behold, a man stood before me in bright clothing and said, Cornelius, your prayer has been heard and your alms and remembered in the sight of God. Send therefore to Joppa and call Simon here. Whose surname is Peter. He is found lodging in the house of Simon, the, a tanner, by the sea. When he comes, he will speak to you. So I sent sent to you immediately, and you have done well to come. Now, therefore, he will present before God to present all. Present before God and to hear all the things commanded you by God. Then Peter opened his mouth and said, In truth I perceive that God shows no partiality between Jew and Gentile. That's what he's saying. But in every nation who ever fears the, him and works righteousness is accepted by him. The word which God sent to you, children of Israel, preach preaching peace throughout Jesus, through Jesus Christ is Lord of all the word you know which was proclaimed throughout all Judea and began from Galilee after the baptism which Jesus which John preached how got how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power who went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil for For God was with him, and we are witnesses of all things which he did both in the land of the Jews and Jerusalem, whom they killed by hanging on the tree on the cross. Him God raised up on the third day and showed him openly. Not to all people, but to witnesses chosen before God, even to us who ate and drank with him after he arose from the dead. And he commanded us to preach to the people and to testify that it is he who was ordained by God to be judge of the living and the dead. To him all the prophets witness that through his name, whoever believes in him will receive remission of sins or forgiveness of sins. While Peter was still speaking these words, the Holy Spirit fell upon all those who heard. And those of the circumcision of Jews who believed were astonished as many as came with Peter, because the gift of the Holy Spirit had been poured out on the Gentiles. For they heard them with the tongues and magnified God. Then Peter answered, Can anyone forbid water that these should not be baptized, who have received the Holy Spirit just as we have? And he commanded them to be baptized in the name of the Lord. Then they asked him to stay a few days. Blessed be the name of the Lord. That is chapter 11. We will stop there. And next Monday, we will pick up chapter 11. Next Monday. Chapter 11, okay, next Monday will be the 16th, blessed be the name of the Lord, as the Lord wills, that's where we will start, on the 16th, chapter 11, praise God. Lord God of heaven and earth, as heaven is your throne and the earth is your footstool, we thank you for the reading of your word. Father God, we praise you. Father, we want to thank you for the mighty work that you did through these mighty apostles, Peter, through Saul, through Peter. We want to thank you, Father. We want to praise you, Lord. Father, if there's anyone listening that has never received you as their loving Savior, we ask you, Father God, that you touch their hearts, that you work miracles, signs, and wonders in their lives, that they come to know you, yes, you, Lord, as their Savior, their healer, their comforter, their deliverer, and their best friend. That they put you on in baptism, Father God, washing away all their guilty stains, remembering them no more. That they'll live their life for you, Father God. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Father. Indeed. Father, we praise you and we honor you. We thank you for everything you do in our lives, Father the visible and the invisible. Indeed, Father, we do. We honor you right now. We give you all the glory, and we give you all the praise. In Jesus' name, amen. You know, burdens are lifted at Calvary. Jesus is very near. As a mother and a grandmother and a pastor and an evangelist, a friend, I have a lot of burdens for the world around us. and I see what's going on and I just shake my head. And I say, soon, yes, very soon, we're going to see the King. Indeed. Indeed, we are. I see what's happening to baby Christians. People give their life to the Lord, and the enemy comes and does everything he can to snatch it away. I see what happens to people that have been Christians for a while. The enemy comes to kill, steal, and destroy. Old people have been Christians for years and years. The enemy comes in like a flood. The churches are not feeding the sheep. I was telling my church yesterday, my congregation, that the Lord's chosen me to minister with and I love so dearly. I wasn't raised in a church that taught To really have a foundation in the Lord. The Lord taught me to have a foundation in Him. The church didn't teach me. I had to learn it through His grace. His grace taught me to have a foundation in Him. I had to learn it because He taught me. You know, folks... Slip sliding away the nearer our destination the more we're slip sliding away as the song goes I pray continually day and night the Lord has given me a burden sometimes I can't stand it It gets too much for me but he doesn't give us something we can't handle does he he made me an intercessory prayer warrior because he knows that's what he's called me to do so he'll give me the strength and the wherewithal to handle it and the enemy comes in like a flood and he does everything he can to drive me away from it I watch things around me I listen to how children talk to their parents of all ages and I marvel how the Lord has not struck us down yet How about you? I'm Marvel. If you are an adult and you are belittling your grown, your elderly parents, shame on you. If you are a middle aged adult, and you are abusive to your elderly parents, you are in for a major shock when the Lord deals severely with you. If you think the Lord won't deal with you, you are in for a one rodeo ride. You indeed are. Young adults, you are in for the shock of your life on how you treat your parents and the world around you. Indeed, you are. Yes, sir. Men, the way you treat the women around you the Lord is going to deal severely with you. Women, the way you treat the men around you, the Lord is going to deal severely with you. Watch out. Little children, watch out. Pastors, Your mouths are filthy. Can you hear yourselves? Praise and worship team, your mouths are despicable. Can you hear yourselves? Shame on you. disgraceful the Lord is coming he is going to separate the wheat from the tares the sheep from the goats just because you tithe and you attend church and you are the pastor and you are on the praise and worship team and you are a deacon or an elder or a wife or whatever does not mean you are not a wheat or a tear or a tear or a goat. Watch out. Watch out. You may very well be that one that the Lord spoke of that's down in the ditch and the donkey is looking down at you. And saying, your pride has thrown you in the ditch. Good luck with that. Good luck with that. Good luck. Are you chasing someone's wife? Someone's husband? Someone's position in the church? Good luck with that. good luck with that good luck someone is watching you his name is Yeshua Jesus Christ the Messiah the Prince of Peace and he has got your number, your name, <coughs> in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, amen. My name is Evangelist Lacey K. Green. You can reach me at www.laceykministries.org. Watch out now. Watch out. The Lord knows your heart. Nothing is hidden. Nothing is hidden. Until we meet again. Vio Candias. God bless you. Go with God. Thursday, 1 p.m. Central Standard Time. USA. According to the will of God, I will see you then. According to the will of God, I will see you next Monday, 1 p.m. Central Standard Time, USA. Bye bye. With the Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.